Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Two Lords About Swords. Hi, how's it going? Uh, this is the first episode of 2021. Uh, something about the Roaring Twenties. I can't remember what I said last time. Uh, this is our I second mean, it's time recording 113, this. So you know it's unlucky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is episode number 113. This is our second time recording this. Um, for those of you who don't know. My computer is a little old and starting to just kind of die. So uh, I had to go grab my mom's laptop. And that's what I'm recording on. Uh, I should uh, do. I should have mentioned this before I started. I sound the same, I hope. Yep, yep. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, okay, so I it did it, just I pick up. I think if you get really loud, it starts to break up, but that's probably normal. Okay, yeah. I, I started to... Uh, I just plugged in my microphone, so I should sound basically the exact same. Uh, anywho, Neil, uh, on the docket today, we have ourselves um, the New Year's banner that we're going to talk about, uh, because woo, OCs. Uh, we got ourselves five games of the year from 2020 that we've played, that we've enjoyed. Uh, Nintendo in 2020, that our hopes and dreams for Nintendo uh, in 2021 as well, uh, along with such other hits as Frasia 776. Uh, we're going to talk about, I think, three maps? Yes? Yeah, three maps. Yeah, yeah, three maps. Um, our biggest disappointment of the year and our uh, most anticipated of 2021. And then I figured, you know what? Because this is uh, uh, also somewhat of a, a quote-unquote weeb podcast because we talk about weeb stuff every now and then. Uh, we haven't done it in a while. So I figured, you know what? We'll bring that back. And we will talk about the greatest things that we've uh, consumed over the year. And for me, it's just light novels. Uh, I don't know about Neil, but... (laughs) Sword art! (laughs) Yeah, that that happened this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When did I start the Black Clover binge? (laughs) (laughs) When when did that happen? I think that was last year. Just a thought. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, Neil, we might as well get right into it. Uh, the banner that came out. Oh, joy. The oh, double special oh. heroes banner. <laughs> Basically, the double special heroes banner. Um, yeah, so they decided this year with the new seasonals, they, they were just going to double down on the OCs and give us more OCs and more furries. Um, yep. And then, and then they were the only one. Not yep. from fates or heroes. And then they way. decided to slap them both together in a double special heroes banner. So you're also pissing off your regular fans. Yep. Uh, yep. The whales so, will get all their fodder that they don't use. <laughs> that they don't use. Because, I don't know, I don't understand whales. <laughs> oh no, I got a fodder uh, a fortune bow plus. Who needs that? I don't know. Oh, no possibly. idea who needs that. No, no. I pulled my second Alphonse. I'm just going to merge them instead of getting special spiral. Oh, yeah. Close counter special spiral seems like pretty poor fodder to me. Yeah, yeah. No, not, 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 not good. Not, not good. Uh, anywho, um, yeah, on that banner, we've got ourselves. Uh, we might as well, like, go. We start with the new guys, I guess. So, uh, probably the least anticipated one uh, in the red pool as our four-star. 
and the, New Year's was, I think, just before they started adding seasonal four stars. So, yeah. Oof. Um, we have a refreshed Kitsune Caden as a red beast cab coming with refreshed Fang. Uh, grants speed plus three at sort of combat if Bo's HP is greater than or equal to 75%. Grants speed plus five to unit and flick speed minus five on foe during combat. And if unit speed is greater than foe's speed, deal damage equal to 70% of the difference between the stats. Max plus seven. So basically, they took uh, that like speed damage effect from Flying Mino or, uh, say, Nesala. Uh, and they added that to the weapon with the ability to have a uh, 10 speed swing if yeah. the bow is over 75% health. So that's nice. He hits like 52 speed flat or something. Like if he gets that buff, which is fairly solid for hitting that effect. And then he comes with swap. Wow. Uh, attack defense snag three and even speed <laughs> three. So uh, if you don't have like. Ellie Wood, then he's okay. But if you have Ellie Wood and he has a blazing Durandal, you probably don't need him. When a year one, hi kitty, I don't know. When a year one, one unit yeah. kind of like invalidates a new a new unit coming out. It's like eh, yeah. you don't need this guy. Um, and yeah. he shares the color with uh, Anna from last year, and she has a, a dual rally plus. <laughs> sabotage attack is nice and i guess attack speed gap maybe yay, uh, yay. red's the the greatest color oh, yeah. four star and a pity breaker yeah Woo. we should talk about i don't know probably colors next, I, blue? I mean blue is the greatest color yeah opinion. but it New also colorless. colorless also has a dancer and like yeah, yeah, yeah. units we don't so. really care about yeah uh okay. i i think i think blue works then we get all the beasts out of the way um for uh blue we have uh valoria who has renewed fang accelerate special trigger cooldown count minus one and if unit is within two spaces of a support partner, inflicts attack speed minus six on foe and grants special cooldown count plus one per attack during combat. So uh, if you see a Valoria on the enemy team, you're fine because it's just a flaming <laughs> edge. Hey, it's Lilith again. <laughs> Lilith, except instead of speed plus three, it's special cooldown count minus one. Um, she also comes with soul, distant counter, and null follow up. She is every infantry super tank's dream because you can just fodder off distant counter and null follow up three. So, yeah, yay, yeah. that's very good fodder. Fodder, yeah, if your weapon I... requires support ally. You can and don't, she... don't have to worry about foddering here. And she shares a color good effect, but it's like her fodder is just really good. Yeah, and she shares a color with Duo Alphonse, so even more fodder. Yeah, he, if you didn't want distant counter, you can have close counter. <laughs> and and uh, special, special spiral. spiral. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, blue's probably the best color overall. Um, yeah, I would say so. When, when it comes to the new units and their usability as itself, 
Um, Valoria, I don't think is great. I think she's better fodder wise than actual unit wise. Um, her buffs are good. She's like a new age. Uh, what's it called? Brave Lucina, except you need to like some uh, ally support, which yeah. can be a little trickier, I guess. But yeah. I, I mean, it works. She can buff mages where I don't think um, I don't think uh, Lucina can. So some extra niches, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I guess we'll go on to Colorless, which has uh, Temptations and New Plumeria. Oh boy, the OTs oh, are coming. Boy, oh boy, Rainbow, which um. Grants res plus three and grants attack plus four to allies within three spaces during combat and inflicts attack minus four on foes within three spaces during combat. Hey, you know George? Yep. His bow is plus five minus five. So it's George like is George's better. bow. <laughs> I mean, George's bow also has special cooldown count minus one instead of res. Plus so three. you're saying she's a budget? Uh, her, her weapon crown? is like a budget George. Which is a budget legendary crown. <laughs> Pretty much. Except um, Plumeria, fun fact, has the highest uh-huh. attack out of all archers. Not ah. counting dragonflowers. Because I think oh, um, if you count Krom's extra five dragonflowers, they talk. So ah. That's funny. I see. <laughs> she has stupid high attack and it's hilarious. Um, she also comes with Sweet Dreams, which is the same... Things she had to her normal version, which is plus three to all stats to target ally and inflicts minus four to all stats on the nearest foe within four spaces. She comes with the meme skill close ward, which yep. has one extra utility to make it less of a meme, which is disabling adaptive damage, but gives her basically attack and res plus five during combat if in combat with either magic staff or dragon foe. And can retaliate against dragon foes. It's still yeah. a very niche skill, so don't bother. Um, <laughs> quick your pros three, and she has attack defense rank three, which is good. Um, yes. She has no speed or defense, but every other stat is fine. I can see people switching off her bow for like fortune bow, <laughs> which is kind of hilarious. Um, and she shares the color with uh, Selkie. Which who has distant ward, which is less of a meme skill, but still kind of memey, and sabotage speed three. So basically, I think colorless might be the worst when it comes to fodder. Just attack defense rain. Yeah, that's like the only thing though. Yeah, like everything else is like super niche stuff. Yeah, yeah. Distant I mean, ward. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Red's probably worse because Keaton has nothing. But, yeah. like, still, it's, like, you get really niche stuff in Colorless that you probably don't need. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's, like, really good in Colorless is attack defense or in. That's about it. I mean, having a one-off copy of Plumeria is better than, like, foddering attack defense or in, so. Yeah. And then, I guess, the final color is green. We have Duo Peony and Triandra. Or like you took Peony and Triandra and like mixed them together I mean, and then gave her like five more speed. 
I mean, I am not going to lie. Peony does look kind of cute, but no. <laughs> They're holding like a New Year's wreath. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't I don't know. They, but I thought they just gave people money in Japan for New Year's. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, her weapon, Bond of the Alflar. Voila. Uh, grant sure. speed plus three and attack plus six to allies in cardinal directions of the unit during combat. So remember Peony's like weapon where it's like attack uh, speed plus three? We just yep. put that speed into attack and that's it. It's, it's the same everywhere else. Uh, Gentle I Dream <laughs> is Peony's dance. Uh, attack speed bond four, res cantrip, and joint drive attack. So... She gives lots of attack to allies in cardinal directions. Boom. Uh, her special duo skill is it's like she can do Peony's dance again adjacent allies. Highest uh, HP gets targeted. So it's kind of like a one extra dance that can dance dancers. Yeah. Okay. It, it it's useful. It can be a little tricky to set up sometimes, but it probably won't be that bad. Mm. And then uh, also, sh- since she's a duo unit, she scores one ninety in arena. So uh, she scores really good because she mm-hmm. has a perk dance. So that's kind of scary because like we were all like, "Oh no, Lynn scores like really high in arena." This yeah. is a dancer that scores just as good as Lynn. God. <laughs> we have a dancer as one of the highest scoring arena units in the game. What happened? <laughs> um, uh, and then um, we also have uh, in that same color, you have Left, who has attack speed solo three and low speed defense three. So you get a low speed there. Yeah. <laughs> you can fodder attack speed three, and then you can get attack speed four for God. someone. It's crazy looking at like the year one or like last year's units and this year's units. It's crazy the power creep that's happened. I actually, it's one of those things where you look at last year's units and you're like, oh yeah, we had skills still back then. Yeah, the only one that's like super noticeable and like, like, kind of like oof is like Anna because yeah, this has nothing premium like whatever. No. No. It, it, you look at Anna and you think, oh, is she a four star nowadays? <laughs> but yeah, then she would be a four star. And you're like, oh, no. It can't yeah. be a four star. Yeah. Because giving us a rally four would be like, a rally plus would destroy the meta. Yeah. It probably yeah. would. Uh, yeah. Then, I guess, other New Year's stuff. There's a Tempest Trials. You can get uh, Keaton, who's a green beast infantry. If you remember Caden's weapon, r- replace everything with defense, and you got his weapon. Um, all the speed just gets replaced with defense. He hits stupid hard, uh, has a super boon and attack, so he, he can hit 180 BST. He basically has a shit ton of HP, a shit ton of attack, and a shit ton of defense, and nothing else. Yep. That's, oh, uh, fodder-wise, uh, it was like attack defense link, which is on Mordecai. But it's now a four star skill. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah, he's not not amazing, but um, he he can be very good because he can get a lot of true damage. So, but what you really play the Tempest Trials for is attack speed solo sacred seal. Finally, 
Finally. That's crazy. Yes. Uh, oh, and steady blow. Because yes. they gotta. They, <laughs> today. Oops, we still gotta do that. We gotta get Brave Roy's skill into the seal slot. Woo! <laughs> oh boy, you no longer have to fodder your leafs for speed steady blow. Yeah. Uh, other things in the New Year's thing. Uh, like like last year, we got some New Year's bundles. Oh boy. Uh, these are actually not that bad, but I'm gonna pass yeah. on them. Um. We've got the New Year's Dream Pack, the cheap one. It's uh, ten ninety nine Canadian for twenty five words. It's not bad. Um, the New Year's Bonfire Pack, which I was like, sure. It's so bizarre, <laughs> and you can do it twice. Yeah, I don't know why, but you can. Uh, yeah, <laughs> if you wanted. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you can get fifty orbs, fifty uh, sacred, sacred seals. Orbs. Sacred coins, matter. yeah, and um, a summer leg yarn. Repo oh. fodder, guys. <laughs> so Repo fodder, Doug. For thirty-seven, which is yeah, so sparrow okay. three and uh, fire formation. That's fodder. I actually, I think it's in yeah. the grail pool. But and they uh, decided to do like a orb and ticket pack, so you get two more tickets. Uh, I think for, they did with, this with. The Black Friday deals as well, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I think so. But this, this there's a oh, this lot more orbs. In this. this one has a lot of orbs, though. I think right. the yeah, I think the other one, I think it was the same price, but I think you got a maybe a little less orbs, but you got yeah. something else. Yeah. yeah, you got like a couple of tickets and something Rails else. Like, something yeah. It, I think. Uh, yeah, it's um. You get 85 orbs for $55, which is like, that's a lot of orbs, but you know. <laughs> so, but you get I mean, five orbs in two summoning tickets, I think? Whoa, that's 10 yeah. orbs Whoa, for a banner orbs. that you probably shouldn't summon on, but you can. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the good old $100 pack. Uh, you happen. get 200 grails, uh, a, um, a, a New Year. Uh, yeah, fodder, New Year's Valoria, and 143 yards. Why did they do Valoria? Like, it's because last year they did beasts. Yeah. And they're just like, we're not putting Caden out there. <laughs> Caden gets eaten alive up there. <laughs> Can you imagine a five star Caden? <laughs> oh boy. You get eaten alive. Jeez. Oh man, people Poor would stop get me murdered. Here. Yeah. Poor I mean, man. except they, I mean, they, then they went and put a $37 pack for, like, leg yarn, which is very wild. But hey, yeah. unless it's not leg yarn, it's not in season, but she, no. she's got titties, so. And season, fodder, so. <laughs> That's in season every <laughs> More hero merit on her. <gasps> oh, boy. Is it worth it? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <sighs> Anywho, um, that's we might... pretty much it New Year's wise. Yeah, I would, I would say so. Um, All the old banners came out. We got a shit ton of tickets in those um, events, I guess. Uh, I, I think you said you got like nothing from all the tickets. I think, unless yeah, that... no, I'm, yeah. I didn't get much. I uh, on my first ticket on the year one banner, I got a brave Micaiah. 
which is like, oh, okay. And then they got nice. nothing from the rest. Everything else was manual. So, uh, yeah, it was like my third plus speed, Brave Micaiah. And I was like, oh boy, I can merge her for one attack and one speed. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pass on that. I did a little bit of summoning on the legendary banner. I got a Jill, which I got like nice. before we recorded. Well, during our first recording session, actually. Um, <laughs> you were but yeah. Doing it then. Yeah, I was. Uh, so yeah, I got a Jill. Um, but now I'm done, though. So uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm just going to save for, I don't know. Save uh, for anniversary. Anniversary, I they guess. They'll probably yeah. do maybe a hero fest, or they'll just rerun the CYLs as a hero fest. Yeah, I think they did yeah. tickets last year as well. They did like two tickets for each. So yeah, I believe so. Who knows? Maybe I'll summon some blue for more brave <laughs> Dimitris. Maybe I don't know. That'd be nice. Yeah, true. Anywho, uh, we might as well get to our main topic. It is our five games that we have played this year. Uh, Neil. Uh, we're just gonna just like kind of like the classic TLWS days where we used to do top fives, um, oh but just kind of pick something on the pick something on your list and we'll talk about it. Uh, do we do least, uh, least liked first? <laughs> Up to you. I will let you go first because I need to close my door. Oh, fun! Uh, I'll talk about I guess the one game that we both played that uh, you didn't put on your list because you were like, nope. <laughs> uh, Trials of Mana. Trials of Mana, as they would say. Um, or was it Mana? Whatever Charlotte says. So uh, that game had the best voice acting probably of the year, hands down. That, really. Hands uh, down, that game, 10 out of 10 voice acting. Like, <laughs> voice acting, I was dying in enjoyment. Um, <laughs> rah! Rah! <laughs> uh, so it was a remake of Second and Setsu 3. I hope I didn't butcher that too badly. Um, which was never officially localized. And they remade it in like a 3D action RPG, I guess. Yeah. Um, very interesting where it's like you have six main characters, you pick three, the rest of them get shafted into weird non-existent roles. <laughs> Um, never pick Charlotte. Uh, that sounds like. Oh cancer. come on, man! <laughs> you have to struggle through listening to Charlotte throughout the entire game. You don't like, like having, idea. you don't like having uh, young characters with like their they can't... voices where they talk yeah. like this the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> they like uh, they like talk with their W's, you know. <laughs> that sounds it sounds not enjoyable. Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, you no, said you like the voice. Like, the two other female characters, which progressively wear skimpier outfits. Yeah, I progressively skimpier outfits. That would be bad. I, I, yeah, I picked those two and Kevin because Kevin had great voice acting. <laughs> I picked those two and Hawkeye, and uh, Hawkeye was great because no, uh, that's good. It, it was one of those things where I realized, oh, I'm just playing with Ingrid and Yuri from Three Houses. <laughs> <laughs> and then Angela just felt like Mithra, and it was like this is a very enjoyable party, I guess. Yeah, yeah. played on hard mode, which only had one hard boss, and then you just went through the rest of the game fine. Um, the music was 
good. They did not listening because you can switch between retro and new age. Uh, yeah. From what it sounds, everything just is fine. Like they didn't butcher any of the music, which is nice. Nice. I think I listened yeah. to mostly the new soundtrack because obviously yeah. I had not played the original, but um, it was it was quite enjoyable. They had the secrets in the 3D world felt kind of nice to find. Uh, cactuses, which were just like knockoff Koroks, were kind of cool. <laughs> I don't think I got most of them. Uh, there was like a post game, which I think I was very close to finishing, and I just didn't. I got like probably 75% through the dungeon, and the final dungeon just stopped. I don't know why. Yeah. Just stopped at some point. Um, but uh, I think that was that was quite enjoyable. It was a good, what, like week or something playing i guess maybe something like that uh probably around seven days i guess probably played it and then just kind of like oops it's gone oh no uh would i maybe play it again i don't know there's three other characters one that i don't want to touch uh (laughs) i think my issue with it is if i i probably should have picked either reese or hawkeye is my main character um when i played through it that time because i picked both of them and then but i picked um angel as my main character so instead of going down the like reese hawkeye main plot which would have made a lot more sense (laughs) yeah (laughs) it just kind of like they had a whole bunch of character development in the middle of the game and then they just went away and then all of a sudden it was like oh angela's the main character for like the last like large portion of the game and these two were just tagging along for no reason um and if i wanted to play the game again i would probably pick up whatever uh, rants or whatever the sword dude's name i don't remember him yeah but i would probably pick up him which would just give me angela's story again so it's like okay so i'd have to pick another character so it's like would i have to play make kevin my main character because i'm not touching charlotte <laughs> so it's it's like a little weird of like where do i go uh because, um i think it's uh what is it reese and hawkeye have the same final boss and then uh kevin and charlotte have the same final boss and angela yeah. and sword dude wow i'm just calling him sword dude i don't even <laughs> i don't yeah, remember his yeah. name he's super generic oof uh, i feel bad um because like he's like the fourth dude that i thought was like okay maybe i'd play use him um but uh yeah um it felt very traditional rpg which i don't play a whole lot of i guess so I I, th- I think it was fine. I think it was re- sold at reduced price. If I'm not mistaken, as well. Wait, um, yeah, it was. It was yeah, like... I think it was sold like forty bucks instead of sixty. So that was yeah. good. Um, it had a nice demo, which I think is what sold it probably. Um, yes. And uh, yeah, I think uh, I think we'll end it there for that game, and I think we'll go on to uh, Gordon. I'll, I'll go. Yeah, okay. Uh, for me, uh, a notable game for me uh, was around later this year, I'm going to say. Uh, I think it was uh, 
October? October? No. October, November. Uh, Yakuza 7. That was a game that I have yet to finish, but I am going to finish. I'm just taking a kind of self-care week, I guess, and playing Persona 5 Royale. Uh, that's another story for another day. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was I. It was on sale for 40 bucks. Um, the Persona 5. And I was like, well, I got all this tip money. So, so I just... Yeah, so that's what I did. I bought P5R. Um, uh, anyways, Yakuza 7 is basically if it's Persona meets 40-year-old men, <laughs> like 40-year-olds, uh, meets Dragon Quest meets Yakuza. Um, this is my first Yakuza game that I actually like got really far into. I played a little bit of Zero and a little bit of Kiwami 1, um, but I always fell off because I don't like the combat that much. I, I I don't like beat em ups anymore. <laughs> I played a lot when I was a kid. I'm kind of done with that. Um, and I'm not as good as them anymore, unfortunately. Um, but Yakuza 7, they decided, yeah, we're going to do turn-based combat because the main protagonist is different and he uh, he likes RPGs. And I was like, oh, okay, you, you, you got me. Um, so yeah, this game is just real great. Uh, you've got Ichiban Kazuka? Kazuya? Something like that. Um, main character kind of reminds me of myself, just kind of a little derpy has like really stupid hair. Um, <laughs> uh, but he also cares for a lot of people and, uh, he, he's like one of my favorite protagonists for a very long time. And you've got all these other characters that you meet and then mix that with like Yakuza with, um, just like all the stupid shit that you can do <laughs> in the game. <laughs> uh, like I did literally a side quest. Uh, to help, like, so you're walking around, right? And then you hear this baby crying and you're like, oh man, a baby's crying. Let's go see what that is. And then it turns out to be a man in a diaper. Oh. (laughs) And it's like, oh, oh, this is that kind of game. It just, it just gets really stupid and I love it. And, but it also like, it's also can be serious at, at times, right? Um, mm. Like, there are story beats where it's like, okay, you have wronged me in the past, but I'm willing to forgive you. And they talk about... And, like, it also shines a light on Japan in a different way. Like, in Japan, there are homeless people, right? So they talk about yeah. homeless people. They In Japan, there are social structures and social things that exist, like everywhere else. Japan isn't a mythical place right that like rising sun yeah that like a lot of people think it is it's there's still political problems there's still homeless people there's still um obviously yakuza and all that um it's just a really good game i unfortunately didn't really finish it just yet because i got to a grinding part and i'm like uh grinding in this game i think like when my least favorite thing to do in the game is the combat. You've done something right. It's it's the first time they've done turn-based combat, so I, I understand that it's like it's a little uh, kind of hard to get used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of like you know, it's their first style of turn-based combat. I, I feel like if they hone it a little bit more, they could probably do really nice. Like one thing, right? Like it, the combat, it's it feels like beat 'em up in a way where everybody's kind of running around, but you can't move your characters yourself. So you're just kind of hoping that your character is in the right place to do an ability. (laughs) 
So it's like, well, if I could just like move my character like a little bit, you know, I wish I could move then attack, right? Yeah. Um, or like choose to move twice and move out of the way or whatever. I feel like if they did that, that'd be kind of cool. Almost like Trails of Cold Steel. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that game, and I put like over thirty hours into it, and I'm I'm close to finishing it. I'm on like chapter ten out of twelve, I think. So uh, I will finish it. I just got to a part where I had to fight a tiger. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, just yakuza things, and like the mini games are really stupid. Like uh, I, I I could walk into an arcade and. Um, and I could just play like Virtual Fighter, like actual Virtual Fighter. <laughs> it's like, oh, I own Virtual Fighter now, technically. <laughs> um, and like, they have a knockoff uh, Mario Kart called Dragon Kart that's just hilarious because it's just a bunch of forty-year-old guys. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's really funny, and like the jobs are all really funny. Um, mm-hmm. I think one of my favorites, obviously, there's like Hero, but there's also like musician which is just like a hippie with a guitar um bodyguard which they've got like a samurai sword and all that um night mistress which is literally what you think <laughs> you think it is oh, the sure. female exclusive class with like a whip and all that and it's like oh boy um there's like pop star as well like idol i guess which is like your healer um and you're gonna like change jobs just like in dragon quest so, uh, yeah, it's it, it's a very good game, and I do recommend it. Uh, I do kind of want to go... I am going to go back and finish it, but when I do, I, I think I want to go back and um, uh, play through Yakuza 7 again. Or not Yakuza, Yakuza 7. Yakuza 0 again, and kind of slowly try to go through that series. Because it's opening my eyes to more of just, like, this is what Yakuza is, right? Yeah. Uh, so, um yeah, I I really like it, and I kind of enjoy, uh, and like, it's probably, like, my fifth favorite game. It could be, it's probably up there. It's probably more, more so. I played a lot of good games this year, Neil, so, um, which is, you know, something for the year, I guess. Uh, I mean, you know. I, I played some good games this year, but uh, I wouldn't <laughs> say they're at my top. Um, <laughs> one's fairly high, but the, the, the rest aren't. Um <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess Trials of Mana was kind of pretty much the start of the year. Yeah. Um, there's one thing that I think I might leave. No, I guess we'll do this now. So, uh, at basically the start of the year, uh, get earlier stuff in the year done first, which I think you did, like, the latest thing first. But, uh... We had, right at the start of the year, uh, we had a DLC for a certain game. Uh, 300 had its DLC for the Ashen Wolves come out at the start of the year. We both did that. It was like just a seven-chapter mini-story, mostly. Um, I enjoyed the more difficult chapter uh objectives i guess even though they basically just kind of still boil down to route the enemy or something um (laughs) but uh had like what three new music tracks or something which were solid um a nice interesting final boss uh had the the mini side story which i think was actually fairly well put together um having the two difficulties and giving every enemy like one of the breaker skills 
to simulate almost having weapon triangle was a very nice twist um mm-hmm. of course you could easily accidentally trivialize it like with dimitri if he gets some lucky speed level ups and starts doubling with the iron lance he can run through a lot of things <laughs> like <laughs> if he yeah. gets to the point where he's like strong because he's like the only good lance user you have the next best lance user you have is like hilda that's it <laughs> like yeah. i think they give like happy like lance prowess one or something I think at one point, but it's like, no, there's no point. Um, but Dimitri can get to a point where he, like, one-shots, I think, like, the the so- enemy sword units, and then he can double, like, everything else, and he just starts running house. Um, so, yeah, that's very good. <laughs> but uh, the other units do have their point. You can't just, like, solo with dimitri it's a lot of using all the units to their full potential um and yeah. then, uh, after completing it obviously you get the, hey you can do abyss stuff in the main game which i think led to two full playthroughs for me and like kind of almost half that hasn't been touched like since probably for almost half a year now i would assume um because of other games came out but uh this is my fifth point which is kind of effy odds and ends because i didn't want to just leave um ashen wolves and stuff by itself do you, do you have stuff to say about ashen wolves before i move on to the other uh one? it was surprisingly harder than it should have been but... <laughs> you were like hard it's... mode no maddening let's do this yeah. you had like it's two like... chapters left where you went down to normal yeah. i think yeah it's like i'm just not gonna deal with this <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta put uh what is it um retribution on dimitri and have him kill bolting mages easy right <laughs> yes very easy oh boy easy does does uh does byleth come with advantage oh uh, no i think it was like battalion desperate advantage or something like that which was like uh, the other way to get past those bolting mages Pretty much yeah. just relies on desperation, having someone kill them all. So, yeah, yeah if you if you would have got past that, you would have been home clear, I think. Uh, <gasps> I a lot of people had issues with the final boss, and I'm like, it wasn't that hard. It's just a little slow. Yeah, uh, the story wasn't great, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> it was just kind of like, no, like they had some points where it was like kind of like okay. But then it kind of like quickly devolved to some like creepy shit. And it was like, okay, dude likes our mom. That's okay. Really likes our mom. That's weird. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. uh, I I don't know if it was fully what we had hoped for. I think we would have hoped for a little more, obviously. But I think it was solid enough that it was definitely worth the DLC price. Um, especially with everything else that came along with it. Yay, Anna, no supports. Cool. <laughs> and I, I do think the supports in the main story were good with those characters. Uh mostly Balthus. Yeah. Supports were great. Yes. Um, yeah. I think I think Balthus. his supports then probably Constance's were also pretty good. I don't remember I think Yuri's were okay. I don't remember them being spectacular because he supported like Bernadetta and Dorothea, which I was like, whatever. 
<laughs> don't really care. Uh, I think Happy, I think I had the least done with. Because like, my most recent playthrough was like in Blue Lions, which she has two supports there. Yeah. And I don't think I got to like the A supports, where I think they actually delve some lore into Happy and stuff. And other stuff that's important to the Blue Lions. Like, I think they talk a lot about the one chick with big boobs. Um, yeah. I think Happy has a bunch of connections to her. Uh, so, yeah. Um, they were good, uh, I guess, support-wise and everything. But I guess that'll end the Ashen Wolves kind of part of it. Have, uh, I guess, some other odds and ends. I played FE3 this year. That was good. I played Book 2. So much better than FE12. I don't know why people play that game still. They should play this game because we have <laughs> shards, which are basically like Thracius scrolls. That's dope. Oh, wow. oh, <laughs> we have yeah. two healers. Yeah, and that's do, you it. Have, do you have funny hats? No? Yeah. That's... I mean, kind of maybe, if I remember. There might be some. I'd have to look very hard. We had Boa. No, not Boa. Wendell. You saw Wendell. Yeah. Funny hat. Yeah, but you can't put that funny hat on the avatar, which isn't in the game. You can put that funny, exact funny hat on the avatar. Um, I don't know. Put the wolf hat on. You put Wendell's hat on the avatar. I think it makes him bald as well, maybe. When are we going to draft FE12? I don't know. That's going to be a very (laughs) weird game to draft because there's like. (laughs) what 90 characters or something done <laughs> we're only going to use like 30 at most about, do you think that we should like rng it and just like roll the dice and see what happens i don't know i feel like we could almost make it where like you draft like a quarter of the cast and then like three quarters just go undrafted yeah like either that or we do something like really weird and it's like oh yeah you play through the game but it's also you have to play iron man or something (laughs) yeah yeah i wish okay you know it would be great if we could skip the whole prologue that would be good but you can't and the prologue sucks (laughs) yeah in that game the prologue is like the hardest part of the game which is just kind of bullshit don't play I'm highest honest. difficulty on major as you lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if you don't pick like one of like three classes or something, you can't beat the prologue. Yeah. And like the higher difficulties, anything above yeah. hard, it's just like, oh, that's cool. Anyways, tell me about FE3. Can't beat it past the hard mode. If you <laughs> pick, um, I think like the the best classes that you can pick are like armor knight fighter and like cavalier or something yeah and you it's like you have to do be the dude for the highest difficulties and you have to pick one of those classes it's like oh Anyways, tell me about fb3 uh, you know? was a lot uh i don't know it felt a lot better definitely than playing fb12 because i did not like that game very much um it brings a lot of elements back from good old kaga the music is so much better not gonna lie is so much better in that game with the 8-bit the well, not 8-bit but the what 16-bit chip tune sounds yeah. so nice compared to um the, like the revamp music i don't remember it being amazing but when i heard the music in fe3 i was like oh good music <laughs> nice yeah <laughs> every 12 had any of those 
Um, wasn't that no, it's not memorable at all. Um, I think the, the chip tune makes it so much nicer. Um, the star shards make things uh, very meme can happen. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot less characters, which uh, I guess some people might not like. Um, there's no axes, which is like kind of hilarious. No uh... angle. Um, no axe dudes at all. They're, they're just they're just gone. You get like lances and sword dudes, and that's it. And Disney. Yay. So everyone's a sword dude. Yeah, they brought back that. Yeah. And uh, one of the favorite parts, uh, Tiki is an absolute monster. <laughs> it was so hilarious. It was like when we got to like the end of the game. It was like, all right, I need I need a strat. Uh, let me just Tiki transform. I'm a warp Tiki in. And we'll just see what happens. And then she like proceeds to kill everyone. And I was like, I think I can get behind this. This is <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> and she gets so much transformations as well. It's like, oh, did you make her a flyer dragon? I made her a demon dragon quite often because it was just tanky. Um, oh, yeah. Like, uh, I think there's one shop where you can buy the stones, uh, different stones. You can buy the flying dragon stone, which obviously can make her a flyer. Uh, she comes with the Divine Dragonstone, which is effective against other dragons. And I think is the best overall. Uh, Ice Dragon and Fire Dragon, which are effective against each other, which I don't think you'd ever want either of those. And then there's a Demon Dragon, which I believe is like immune to magic. I think it's the the Magic Dragonstone or whatever. Um, I think that's what it was. Don't uh, quote me on that. I think it's the most defensive of all of the like the four of them or whatever. Or five, I guess. Um, yeah. There, there was some weird things to get behind. There's ambush bonds in the game, but they aren't really a problem. Um, unlike FE12, where they are a problem. Um, we made it better. <laughs> we did. We did it better before. Um, yeah. Uh, I think there was one thing towards end game, maybe. I don't. Oh. Uh, so through my playthrough, I made the amazing uh, thing of uh, I didn't buy any of those promotion items in the one shop where you can buy them, which is like halfway through the game. So I went to Endgame with like a cleric, level twenty. <laughs> Yumina, she was coming in. <laughs> oh, level twenty, Yumina the cleric. Some amazing strats. Uh, recruited all the clerics at the end, so I had plenty of magic users. Uh, by the end but um that was that was some great jokes um <laughs> Yumina's the only one that can use the rescue staff and i think i burnt through like most of that in the first couple chapters so it was like oof i uh, didn't know i didn't get any more rescue staffs uh i thought there would be more there's like four uses on this thing and i used like three really quickly hmm <laughs> so uh that was fun Shouldn't have done that, but I did that. Uh, it, it made me not have to wait for Marth to walk through a desert, so I guess it was worth it. Yeah. But I enjoyed that quite a bit. And uh, the last, I guess, quick FE odds and ends is I played through Project Embers. They've added a lot of new stuff since I think I played it, but I do think it was a much more straightforward experience for FE6. Yeah, we'll talk about that. 
and we'll, we'll talk about that in the new year. Talking about that in the new year. Uh, I won't be talking about Berwick here because I haven't finished that. I'll probably mention it later at when I do finish it. So that's pretty much the odds and ends for that portion. I guess we'll go on to Gordon's fourth thing. Yeah. Uh, so I want to talk about a little game called Deep Rock Galactic, which uh, it's probably this audience probably has no idea what the hell I'm talking about because it's an Xbox game. It's now on Game Pass. Uh, it's also on PC. Um, this is a really fun co-op game that brought me back to um, uh, brought me back to a friend group that uh, we just kind of drifted apart for a bit, but uh, we came back and we started playing that. Uh, it's basically it's a very simple game. You have four different dwarves that you can play as. You've got your driller who has drills, and his primary weapons are a flamethrower and a pistol, uh, and his secondary is a pistol. And uh, you have the scout who has a grappling hook. So basically all the dwarves have a way of getting around on the map and uh, primary in like different utility weapons in in different utility. The dwarf has um, C4 (laughs) for explosions. Um, But yeah, the dwarf, he's got drills. Uh, Yeah, the driller has drillers, uh, drillers has drills. And uh, he's got like a flamethrower and a pistol. He's fun. He's not my favorite, but he's fun. Uh, there is the scout that has a grappling hook. Cause, so, of course, everybody and their mother plays the scout. And has like basically uh, each each dwarf, you, they start with a different weapon. They start with a weapon, but you can also unlock a different main weapon. Um, mm-hmm. So mine has like just like a, uh, a rifle that I really like. You know, like the standard almost bolt action rifles. Yeah. Uh, I've got one of those. He, I, f- I can't remember what his starting weapon was. It was like a SMG or something. I don't know. I can't remember. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's got that. And his utility, which I really like, is a flare gun. And, and in this game, light is kind of key. You kind of need light as you slowly go into different uh, mines, basically. Or different planets, I guess. Um, there is the engineer, who's probably my favorite. He's got a shotgun. Uh, so yeah, uh, he's got a uh, a shotgun and a grenade launcher as his other secondary, okay. and he can put down platforms. So he's not the easiest to get around on the map, but so but uh, he works really well at the scout. So like let's say there's minerals up top, like near caves, so he can like shoot a uh, a platform up there, and then the scout can just zip up there with his uh with his um, yeah. grappling hook, and he can put down turrets too. So. I, I I liked that when I just rack up the the highest kill count when all I did was just kind of <laughs> just kind of shoot a couple of aliens, but let the turrets do the rest. And like you, you still gotta like reload your turrets, which I really found really interesting. And then there's the gunner who has zip lines that he can put down, and he starts with a mini gun and a revolver, which I really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the gist of, the gist of the game is you go into these areas, you have to find a mineral or you have to do some sort of objective and then you have to get out alive. Um, it's it's a very fun co-op game and there's not much to it, but it's like, it's very, it's kind of a social game where you can just kind of chat and hang out. Um, the higher difficulties make it a little bit harder, obviously, um, which is something where it's like, okay, there's four hazard levels. Um Hazard level two is the standard. Yeah. If you bump it up to hazard level three after your first map, you're gonna have a hard time. 
(laughs) you should probably unlock different perks and stuff, you know? Uh, And there's, like, obviously just a shit ton of perks, shit ton of cosmetics that you can unlock in the game, which I really like how they're doing the cosmetics, where, like, um, in certain maps, you can find, like, different events, basically. Um, Where it'll be like, hey, go repair this. Uh, it's not really, it's not a part of the, uh, the main objective at all, but if you repair this, you can unlock a new weapon skin for your gun or whatever. So it's or... like an objective to get. Custom. Yeah, but it, they're like completely hidden side objectives. Oh, okay. It's just kind of stuff that you just randomly come across. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. And then, again, you can unlock different perks with perk points. Uh, and like certain dwarves, like different perks, but it, it's a very, it's a very cool game. Uh, it's it's kind of funny too, because like there's like this big hub area where everybody spawns at, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can like order drinks and stuff, which are can be various buffs or debuffs. <laughs> it's a yeah, it's a it, not much to say about it, but I just I was really mm-hmm. impressed with it, and like I'm not normally a uh, multiplayer quote unquote gamer. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I liked that one very much. Uh, and here, Neil, your number, uh, your number, your your next one. You Third. Uh, so we continue on through the year, and then we get to uh, May, which was a little after I believe school had ended. Um, we get to uh, the third game, which is probably the game I would suggest to most people if they're not scared of RPGs. Um, would be uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Uh, got that <laughs> day one. Uh, was like, hey, Alexis, uh, is, is that, which is uh, sister, obviously. I was like, hey, is it is it actually at the Walmart? Because surprise, surprise, our Walmart usually sucks. And it's a yeah. Wii game, so who knows? It was there, so I went and picked it up. Um, went and bought that. And I think I had to work maybe so i worked and then like played after obviously um <clears throat> i think i worked yeah it was a friday so i would have worked probably so got that played that and probably put like three days into it i think i want to say there was like um i had like a day off or something like the monday or something after because of like yeah. how it like lined up being at like the end of may or something um and uh i obviously i loved the original Xenoblade Chronicles on the Wii. I played it on the Wii, like, late, obviously. <laughs> when, like, the Wii U was dying out. <laughs> the Switch was in, but uh, I played through that on the Wii. Loved it. So I got this. They added the new future-connected stuff. Played through that in, like, a day and a half because there really isn't a lot to it. Um, I got through pretty much everything except for the hard side quest which has, like, the highest level enemy in uh, Future Connected. Didn't do that, like, immediately, because, obviously, I'd, like, played for, like, a, what, like, a week or, like, a day or whatever, so I didn't get back into all the intricate things. Played through the main story, really enjoyed it. I did a lot more than what I did originally in the Wii version. Got really overleveled yeah. for the end, <laughs> so it was really <laughs> awkward fighting the final boss like twenty levels high, and I was like, "Yeah, whoops." <laughs> um, but obviously, I had the experience of playing through it on the Wii, where I was pr- appropriately leveled, so I felt a lot better about just whatever. I'll do it overleveled, using a different team than I normally would. Uh, when I played it on the Wii, I played it with the you know standard like 
you have Shulk using all the Monado arts. You have Ryan, who's your tank, and you had Charlo, which is the healer. Did the that on the Wii, but with the Switch version, I switched it up and used Dunban as like a dodge tank kind of. Um, yep. So I had Shulk and Dunban, and then I had Melia as just like a support bot, basically, who did some healing, um, but often enough, you know, we would dodge a lot because we had high evasion, so we didn't need uh, a whole lot of healing. So just having like the minimal healing she can do with like her two arts that can heal was like plenty. Um, did all like the the a lot of the bonus content in the game I unlocked. There's like I didn't know in my original playthrough that there's more than the three like skill trees or whatever like those like um things that just build up over time. There's like uh fourth and five versions of that for every character, and it was like oh. Because I just stumbled upon like Melia's and was like, oh, these exist. Huh. I kind of want to find these. Shulks was annoying his first one. It's like, oh, yeah, you got to get development level four in the main first area, which involves talking to random people. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I really enjoyed the experience going through that again. Uh, it was a lot more streamlined because obviously I knew how to play the game. I knew a lot of the more. Uh, I guess cheap things that you can do like agility stacking is kind of overpowered <laughs> just getting really dodgy because uh agility is tied to both your hit rate and the enemies like your evasion rate so you can just get really dodgy and like can hit higher leveled enemies so that's because like if the enemy is a certain level above you you get hit rate penalties so evasion kind of cancels that out unless you hit them so uh that's obviously i guess the most the best thing to do um just stacking that mostly on like shulk and like dunban just kind of made them dodge tanks uh yeah really really uh fun going through that again uh if if you have a switch i would recommend that as long as you're not scared of uh rpgs um really good experience story is really good even though gordon hasn't made it to like when the story starts to pick up <laughs> i have an issue with that game now it's like i have to grind i'm like gordon you just gotta follow the arrow i do <laughs> do the side quests they're not oh, super just... annoying because you just follow just... the arrow it's easy uh, i don't know i just i have kind of a few issues of that game um but you know it's it, it's your list so you do yeah, what you want so it's gonna be here you know yeah um, yeah yeah if if i mean out of the games i played this year it's probably the best um my opinion uh yay xenoblade um they're doing good uh maybe we'll get a trailer for whatever they're doing next because like they've been working on like a fantasy style game i no. don't know if that's gonna be any it's I'm assuming it would have a similar gameplay to Xenoblade with the whole arts kind of combat, but fantasy setting, because they obviously, uh, then again, they have a lot they're working on. Obviously, they have to help with um, probably Breath of the Wild 2. They should do... On the first uh, one, so... They should just go say fuck it and make a first law game based off the first law books by Joe Abercrombie. Uh, so a fantasy game. They're basically picture Game of Thrones, but Joe Abercrombie wrote it instead, and it's like super grimdark. Yeah, just do that. 
I have no idea how far in development they are with the the medieval style one because they had yeah. like put out three screenshots I think like two years ago maybe yeah say something like that there was like a screenshot of like some chick with like a sword or something and then there was a dragon flying and then there was another picture which could have been like a secret hint to like that they were working on breath of the wild because i think people picked up a triforce in it (laughs) it's like oh yeah cool so maybe that has nothing to do with it and they were just secretly teasing breath of the wild art or something um I don't know. I think it might have been just around Breath of the Wild's initial release, so who knows? Um, but they didn't. People didn't notice the Triforce till like a year later or something um, after Breath of the Wild. So it, who knows? Um, but there's also the thoughts of uh, Xenoblade Three potentially being a thing, and I know they did want to do an X two. Um, I have no idea how that's gonna work because X was not great. Uh, I would pick up X2 because um, I wouldn't have minded finishing X, but it got to a very weird point. Uh, yeah. It was a lot less character-focused, more exploration-focused, because instead of having like your six or something party members being all chums and having very good character development, it was like you have Faceless Avatar... Um, <laughs> who does things and doesn't talk uh you have elma who is like the one person i guess with a character but she's like kind of bland uh because she's got to keep people on track like commander Uh, i think it was tina which is like your like tanky lolly (laughs) um followed around by the only Nopon who is not playable whatsoever and we just make jokes about eating him in like every scene he's in <laughs> and then the rest of the cast which you can just pick some random dude off the street pretty much to be a party member like yeah, this, oh the, the only oh. party member I know about is a chick named Hope and I think that was just because I saw some fan art one day probably <laughs> there's just like 30 probably <laughs> random chicks <laughs> yeah. there's like one pseudo healer yeah it's like oh cool there's a one pseudo healer and that's the only other like healing thing in the game great uh <laughs> obviously i didn't build up that person so that was an issue <laughs> i from what i got what you're supposed to do is figure out how to use the overdrive mechanic and cheese the entire game with that because apparently it's super overpowered uh, and speedrunners only know that is the only music in the game because they can just cheese it so it's always active. And you get <laughs> robots. Yay, Max. I didn't like Anyhow. that. Uh, uh, I guess go on to your uh, yeah. third, I guess. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Uh, I'll probably make it snappy because uh, we're yep. sitting over a little an hour now. Um, anywho, uh, hey, 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 Neil, there, yeah. there's this little game that I'm sure you've never heard of. Uh, it it kind of took over the world by a storm, but not you, not you, Doug. And I, you, go. <laughs> you got your Fire Emblem, you know? And I had my Hades. I, I, I started to get in the Hades uh, like everyone else, except for Neil. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, 
Yeah, Hades is, if you don't know what Hades is, it's a top-down kind of roguelike that is um, very good. It's a top-down roguelike, plays like, kind of like Diablo. Um, you have various different weapons you can get. The uh, sword, spear, um, bow, shield, bow, um, fists, and I think oh, gun. I think that's all of them. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, you... I love my <laughs> Greek gun. <laughs> yeah, well, it's called like the exagriff, something like that. The, oh. But yeah, it's it's basically a gun. Uh, it, it's it's fun. Uh, I've only ever beaten the game once so far. I need to go back, but I, I've beaten it once, and I beat it with the bow. <laughs> I don't know why the bow is not even my favorite weapon. My favorite weapon is the shield. But I think one I one day I just RNG, uh, you know? yeah. Well, I I well I mean I beat it with seventeen HP remaining. <laughs> <laughs> no more lives god run yeah yeah so you know um but yeah that that game is great uh the story is really really awesome the voice acting's awesome uh like everything's voice acted and like you'll probably never run into the same line of dialogue uh for probably a very long time if not ever um each each run feels very fresh and very new because you get like different abilities for your main attack, your special, your cast. Is, like it, every run is always going to feel a little different just because of mm-hmm. like your build is always going to end up drastically different from like a previous yeah. playthrough. Yeah, and all the weapons feel very different from each other. Like the sword kind of feels a little standard hack and slashy, while the spear feels more kind of keep away, while the shield feels more kind of unga bunga in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> you know and then like the bow and the uh gun feel almost a little bit more bullet howly where you're just kind of running and shooting um yeah. it's just it, it's very cool it's very interesting now, i actually picked that up on my switch too which i don't regret because that's a game that i can just pick up and play around and then set it down um yeah it's it's a very good game if you haven't played it i do recommend it uh it's got like uh it, obviously it's a roguelike but like there is progression as you continue to play the game, whether or not you quote unquote beat the final boss or not. Mm-hmm. And even after when you beat the final boss, there's more story and more shit to unlock. It's like, Oh, true oh boy. Yeah. And like, there's like a gifting system where you can like almost date people. It's like, Oh boy. <laughs> is there a goat? Uh, can you date a goat? Uh, no, but you can date Artemis. So <laughs> does that count? I thought you know, or yeah, I thought there would have been goats, but no. uh, there's no goat. But, but like, and then there's like all these sub stories of all these other characters that are really cool. Like, um, uh, there's this one character I don't want to name in Elysium, and uh, Elysium, Achilles. Yeah, Elysium. There's a character. There's a character in Elysium. Can you take me to Elysium? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> We have to get to Elysium. <laughs> get to Elysium. You take me uh, And there's like mm. different bosses. Um, Achilles is one of my favorite characters. Um, I like uh, what's his face? The guy who gre- I always forget his name. He's got a weird name. Uh, Hypnos, I think his name is. Uh, yeah, he's he's the guy who just kind of greets you after every time you die. <laughs> oh, um, ah. Uh. It's like the guy who takes you on the boat to like the realm of the dead. I would assume. No, um, it's I think his, I think his name's Hypnos, dude. He's just like goofy guy. 
Um, Cerberus is in the game. Uh, he's actually a boss. I'm not going to spoil how you fight him, but you fight him. Um, Cerberus is great. Uh, yeah, there's just various different items that you can unlock. Um, obviously, and you unlock, like, you get this currency called Darkness. Oops. You get this currency called Darkness that um, you keep after your run. And you can unlock, like, different passive skills and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, for example, when you hop into a round at the start you only have one live but the more you play you can get like a maximum of like three extra lives okay so so yeah the more you play and then obviously you can get like max health items and all that um it's really neat and like there's various different gods and all the gods have uh different um kind of sub abilities to them so um aphrodite has a lot of charming abilities and a lot of stuff like that uh, Dionysus has a lot of poison and damage over time. Well, uh, Ares. Well, it, well, Ares has um, a bunch of just like almost insta kill abilities. Not not like that, but more. It's kind of like every now and then it'll inflict doom, which will inflict damage, um, just straight damage. Uh, Athena, she's got like protection abilities. And Artemis is like all crit, so it's like woo, <laughs> critical hit. Let's go! <laughs> yeah, all the bosses are really fun. Like, um, there's the first boss in Tartarus, who's Magira, the first person that you fight. Um, but after when you go through the game even more, which is the reason why I just continued to play, was because all of a sudden, instead of Magira, it was one of her sisters that I fought, and I was like, oh, oh, that's neat. <laughs> it's not dead. Oops. Well, no, she's she she still lives. <laughs> um, yeah, Magira is a total Sundry. <laughs> no, not really. No joy. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a good it's a good game, and I, I I do recommend it. Neil, your next one you got there. All right, so uh, I think this was around the summer. Decided it is time to embark on the Kaga Saga, as we call it, Tear uh, <laughs> Ring Saga. Oh boy, Tearing Saga was a very nice game. It's like if you took F- Fire Emblem Gaiden and you took like I, I would say probably um was I saying Thracia? I guess you took Thracia and Gaiden and you just kind of made a baby and uh you made Tearing Saga and a lawsuit. But mostly Tearing <laughs> Saga. <laughs> <laughs> and people wonder why Berwick Saga is so different. Um, <laughs> Turnanog, oh boy, that's a company name. Um, so the wonderful Shozo Kaga decided he would make a game because he still liked making games. So he made Emblem Saga, which got changed to Tearing Saga. Um, <laughs> Emblem Saga? <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. It was called I wish they, Saga, and that's I wish, why Nintendo uh, and Intelligent Systems got pissy. Yeah, <laughs> no. It's like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't call it that. It sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> and then they still got lawsuited. Um, you follow the amazing, uh, I think it's Ronan. Uh, he's the bad lord. Don't worry about him. Um, he's like Leaf, except he's he just always t- seems to turn out just kind of bad. Um, he 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 seems fine at the start. He's like a somewhat interesting character, getting uh 
it's very leaf i guess with the story with coming a little more into terms with uh what he can do and leading an army um to retake his homeland and then kick the shit out of the empire because he feels like it except (laughs) also not because they're not all bad guys whoa (laughs) who'd have thought great development um and uh since it's like Gaiden, you have another main character in Holmes, the fun main character. Um, imagine if you had basically just Claude. <laughs> Claude, except instead of uh, having secret royal heritage, just wanted to be a pirate and treasure hunt. <laughs> so this is the Selica route. You fight a bunch of monsters. <laughs> have fun. He's a bowlord. But he's actually, like, really good. Because, surprise, bows are good in this game. Whoa! Just because they're, like, good and you get bow guns. Those are fun. Um, I don't think the bow guns are 1-2 range, if I'm not mistaken. They just hit stupidly hard because they're crossbows. Um, So you can just do a lot of damage. And there's a lot more flying things in the game, like moguls, which are... Moguls? Oh, boy. (laughs) <laughs> they are uh they're a beast um but i had a i had a amazing time with this game uh it's got like really mostly pretty poor growth rates across the board except for some characters which are like your s's uh leone comes to mind my amazing 10 move archer which surpassed the move cap so she got nerfed by the game <laughs> So there's like a soft get cap of I guess ten move on the characters. She hit eleven moves, so she had eleven move for one chapter. And then the following chapter got nerfed back down to ten. It was like, oh, I guess I got to move level ups because like I think four or something characters have movement growths. Um, uh, Naren cannot discount Naren. Dude is an absolute champion with horrible growth rates. Um, he's uh he's your paragon unit. You get you can get him at the start of the game. He's another cavalier, probably the only cavalier at the start of the game worth using mostly. Um, except for the one who's kind of like your Jagan pre-promote kind of dude. Um, but he has really bad growth. But he promote you promote him at like level ten, and his promotion gains make him stupidly overpowered for the rest of the game. <laughs> he gets like plus five or something in all of his stats and he just hard carries he gets a ton of skills dude is a legend um yeah uh lots of interesting characters that you get scale skills via like level so um a lot all a lot of the characters feel different getting skills a lot of things get flashy i had a really meme um my one uh female myrmidon who's like usually should be bad got like strength blessed with like four strength level ups on her first four level ups or something so i was like i guess i'm using her and she uh she turned out very well (laughs) hilariously enough kaga kaga myrmidons and me i guess they i guess they just work the female myrmidons (laughs) uh same thing with the one in berwick saga got like strength blessed which is hilarious um so uh i really enjoyed that experience who knows if we'll eventually get gordon to play tearing saga like way down the line uh they do have some of those weird awkward like oh yeah 
this game's kind of like Gaiden with really obtuse, annoying map objectives. But there's only like four of those, maybe. The maps feel a lot more bite-sized. There's just a lot of them. And um, story, very heavy. Like, there's a lot of it. Kaga just kept writing and writing and writing. <laughs> oh boy, Kaga writes a lot. It's like, oh yeah, finish the chapter, some story, cool. Let me just start walking. Oh, there's more story. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I can play now. Oh, story. There's one part in the game where you have to go from one area to another, and at like every stop, dude like oh gotta talk gotta give you some lore dump it's like oh fun more lore dump yay um but i think the best part about it is the really meme shit you can do with some of the op skills uh you get a witch if you know guidance witches it works just like a guidance witch and it is hilarious um if 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 you have run out of uh fire emblems and you want something that's basically just more Fire Emblem, and you didn't hate Gaiden slash Shadows of Lentia, I would say this uh, is definitely a game to look into, because uh, it's a very enjoyable experience for me. Uh, mm -hmm. And I'd probably rate it, I would assume, around the Radiance games in my tier list. I think it would go probably around there, which is uh, around midway, I think, on my tier list. Something like that. It's like, mm -hmm. I think top of b or something i don't remember um, we'll have to so, do that eventually but i guess yeah, we'll go with your second class. yeah yeah we'll do my second uh so uh there's a certain game that i was keeping my eye on for a very long time and it uh, finally came out on ps4 so i bought it day one and i played it until i finished it um, I lent my friend my PS4 to finish it. Uh, he hasn't finished it yet, but he'll probably get, get to it again when I'm done with the PS4 again, which will be for a bit. Um, but uh, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima came out this year, uh, or last year. Um, that's a phenomenal game right there. Um, I'm not really big much into the open world games anymore, uh, mainly because I kind of got tired of them, you know, and just like, oh, open world, busy work, all that. Uh, I'd rather you tell me a very good story with kind of like a hub area for me to just kind of almost like persona, right? Mario 64? Um, <laughs> no. Bavaria? <laughs> no. Compelling story. <laughs> what is it? Mushroom eating mu mustache man must save the princess from Koopa. No, but anyways, Ghost of Tsushima came out this year, and it was basically everything I wanted. Um, the game is gorgeous, probably the best looking game on PS4. Uh, that's not stylized because I still think Persona Five looks really, really good on PS4. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's a very interesting game. You, it's kind of your standard revenge story to start. Well, actually, it's a rescue uncle story to start with. Um, but you like, and you go through all of this, like it's basically, it's a tribute to Kurosawa films, which are just old samurai movies. So like it, it talks about all of like the honor and like facing your opponent head on. And of course you're the ghost. So you get to like be stealthy if you wanted to, not me. I just ran right up and just challenged them to a one v one duel. 
everyone must one v one me in a duel, and I shall win all yeah. duels. Support. I shall win all duel. Yeah, I got really good at the combat. I really enjoyed the combat. Um, it was like kind of almost your standard hack and slashy, but like it, you uh, it kind of uh, focused a little bit more on the blocking and the dodging and um, the parrying as well. Uh, yeah, it's a very interesting game. The game, like instead of like having like all of like the Ubisoft icons and all that shit, right? And like even like. Ubisoft Tower, let's go. <laughs> yeah, even like if you open your map and you set like an objective, and instead of like seeing it on the mini map, there is no mini map. So you swipe up on like the little touchpad on the PS4, and the wind will take you where you want to go. And it's like, oh boy, that's great. <laughs> so like you just follow the wind streaks. They're like very obvious sometimes wind streaks. <laughs> ah, that's weird. <laughs> Yeah, it's like oh, I'm going oh my house. So like, so like, ultimately, I would do a little bit more of like the open world stuff, where like I'd be going to a side quest, and then I'd see a bandit camp or whatever the hell. So I'd go take out the bandit rock placed off in a different location. You'd be like, hmm, that's weird. Put it in the crowd. Speaking of which, Neil. Yeah. Speaking of which, Neil, you should see if you can't get your hands on the Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Oh joy. I've heard, I've heard Ubisoft Breath of the Wild is actually really good, and I feel like you'd probably you like it. You know what was fun in uh-huh. uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, where yeah. you get to the top of a mountain and there's like a Korok. Yeah, that. I assume yeah, that would be what that game would be. Uh, apparently, Ubisoft's Breath of the Wild is actually pretty good. Oh, I heard um, it's 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 solid it you do have to come to the terms with yes it is pretty much just breath of the wild and yeah. uh, you get a lot more out of it if you actually know like greek lore yeah no they know greek lore. <laughs> yeah if you, if you know greek lore they they throw some really deep lore jokes that are apparently yeah. amazing yeah i because i'm a drama kid i know a lot more about greeks than i should <laughs> um but yeah I, anyways ghost of tsushima is japanese just up the ass and it's wonderful like just a bunch of like just like stupid samurai shit happens and like the 1v1 duels where it's like it, there's like a health bar at the top and like and then there's like really cool music that'll play and <laughs> it's just really dumb and really great at the same time uh and basically the game that i just kind of got lost in and i played I pretty much 100 percent of it, and there's some open world stuff that I didn't really do, but uh, yeah, which is saying quite a bit for me. Um, yeah, it's just it's just really cool, and like there's various different stances for you or for the main character to use against like various different enemies. Um, one of my favorites is where he just holds the samurai or the katana just right above his head, and it just looks really dumb. <laughs> He's just like raising it above his head. It's like yes, that's a stance. <laughs> like, sure. Um, yeah, uh, I'd say if you have a PS4 and you want something that's like Assassin's Creed, but not as Assassin's Creedy, and a little bit more like the older ones, I would say it's a little bit less RPG and more just kind of like here's some skills that you can unlock if you go kill some of these guys. Um, and yeah, it's it's real good. And like the story was actually pretty good for what it was. Um, and like uh, Sucker Punch, they were the guys who did Sly Cooper and the infamous games. So yeah, I, I, I quite enjoyed that. Uh, now, before we get to your number one, um, I think we should keep 
brace you till next week. How does that sound? I mean, we're quicking things up, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, we're getting to an hour and a half now, and it's like, if we get to Frasia, it'll be another half hour. (laughs) So, you know. um, Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, and uh, I got to work tomorrow, and I am very tired and just depressed. (laughs) So I just want to go to bed. Um, Anyways, uh, Neil, Uh, you're my final thing. Uh, so we got all the way to the end of the year. We hit like November, <laughs> the end of the year. End uh, of the year. Yep, definitely. Uh, the final game I played that came out in November was Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. Wow, surprise! Was announced in like September and came out like two months later. Whoa! <laughs> Breath of the Wild came out of nowhere. Um, and that was a very enjoyable experience for like three days um or like a week i don't remember um (laughs) (laughs) makes it sound like there was no game uh um so uh yeah it's 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 hyrule warriors with breath of the wild elements lots of cool interesting breath of the wild things they threw in um there being the sheikah runes or even like the fire rods and stuff do play a lot of things into it. A lot more characters than you would expect. Some of them are cool. A lot of them suck, in my opinion. Um, one of the characters is just ridiculously horrible. Um, but apparently they, they can do a lot of damage if you know how to play them, but they really suck to play. Um, is that the Great Fairies? <laughs> no. No, I, I don't know. I didn't touch the Great Fairies like at all. There's one character where it's like, hey, you have to use this guy for a mission. And then I played the mission and was like, oh my god, this guy feels horrendous. I never want to play him again. And then it's like, oh yeah, here's another mission that he can only be in. It's like, oh, fun. And I think there was another one after that. It's like, oh, joy. I hate this guy. Um, his like normal, like, why, like, light attacks, he flies all over the place. And I'm like, it sucks. I have no Zip, idea zooming around. It just zooms. Um, which they did that with like two characters, so that's that's just great. Um you gotta get over, I guess, the there's a good story in it. You just have to get over the fact that this is an alternate timeline, so <laughs> it got weird. <laughs> Surprise in a bad ending. That's weird. Um because if you know Breath of the Wild, there should have been a bad ending, but there wasn't. It's alternate timeline. Um, the I think the main draw of the game is the main story, the main story missions. The first one, people are like, oh, the frame rates. It's mostly better after that. I want to say the Korok Forest has issues, but it's a forest. It's going to have issues. Um, it has issues in the normal game, like normal Breath of the Wild. Um, but aside from that, I seem to remember most of the other missions being fine, unless there's like a shit ton of particles on the screen, which doesn't happen too often. Um, but there's a lot of characters, a lot of, uh, side content, which isn't as, I guess, time consuming as the other warrior games. I know with, uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, every side mission was pretty much like a full on map, right? With capturing the forts and shit. Mm-hmm. there isn't really any of that after like aside from the main missions like the main missions are your normal kind of warrior style they're a little more um objective focused i guess less 
hey, just go capture the fort. They don't make you do just capture the fort very often. Uh, Korok, which I love, um, are in the game. Uh, so I got more of that fix. Um, it, the, the main story missions are definitely what you play for. Because um, the side objectives are a lot shorter, bite-sized pieces, I would say. Um, the voice acting and cutscenes are plentiful, which is amazing. Because you mm. don't like this would be, I guess, technically the second Zelda game with voice acting, which sounds kind of bizarre. Because <laughs> it's like a spin-off almost. Um, yeah. But it, very enjoyable experience. Uh, cutscenes and stuff were amazing. Uh, characters are just as you'd think they were from Breath of the Wild. A lot of them are very interesting and uh, like well developed. Uh, not Falco is there, being amazing as ever. Um, <laughs> character rundown. Uh, I played Link a lot because he's really good. Uh, I enjoyed Nifa, um, spoiler character who is similar, I guess, to Nifa character wise, not character play gameplay wise, but story wise. Um, I think those were my probably three favorites, and then I often deployed Zelda with them because she was required on a lot of maps. <laughs> so might as well. Um, it was a very enjoyable experience. Uh, I pretty much got through the main story and then played maybe two days or something worth of post game, and then I just kind of haven't touched it since. <laughs> I got through basically most of the game, I think. Um, I assume it's mostly just the really hard stuff left that you kind of have to be really good to beat. Uh, yeah. I played through the game, I believe, on the hard difficulty, I think. Um, it's like easy, normal, hard, and very hard, I think. Um, I, I, I hate to like bring that off topic again, but I'm playing for Persona 5 Royal on hard mode right now. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. And the boss fights are different too, but anyways, go ahead. Oh, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, enjoyable experience. Um, the weapon crafting is a little bit, you had to get used to it. They add a lot of stuff to make it make a lot more sense. Like later in the game, I think towards the end of it, uh, it starts to make a lot more sense of what you're doing. (laughs) So that helped. Um, but uh, I'd say it's a, a very good experience. Um, if it goes on sale, I think it's a very good pickup. If you played Breath of the Wild, I think it would be worth the full price for all the story it adds. Um, as long as you don't hate warrior games, which I don't think you would. Um, but uh, if, if it's like you, I say, I guess, didn't like Breath of the Wild, definitely probably worth uh, picking it up on sale. Um, probably not my favorite game of the year obviously because xenoblade was this year but um yeah probably close second because not a lot of things came out this year i'm gonna be honest for my yeah my uh, my area i guess because fair know, enough really i mean but i mean um, my quote-unquote game of the year is a game that's been out for a very long time yeah so. and um if you like uh, even when you looked at the game awards i think the only nintendo game that really showed up was like animal crossing Oh yeah, Animal Crossing. I think that was like it. That was the only thing that any of the honorable like the mentions or whatever. So yeah. Oof. They didn't really release a lot this year. Hopefully next year we'll be uh we'll have some bigger titles. 
I would assume yeah, I, the I, pandemic I so slowed too. down enough. I hope so too. As we're in another lockdown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, who the fuck? I'd say hopefully it slowed down as we're in like the most intense lockdown. Well, I've given up on the human race right now because they're all just really stupid. Especially just leaders. Like, no offense. They're just all just real. Mostly some people a little south of us, but th- that's yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anywho. Games, even though it's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah, I wonder who. Anywho, um, the final game I'm going to talk about, and then we're just going to like quickly go through the rest, and then we're going to get on out of here. Uh, next week, we're going to do some Frasia 776. We'll do like a probably like mega 40 Mega Frasia episode. So look forward to that. Um, we should probably write down some notes about what happened last time. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'll, I'll deal with that um, probably later. tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, later. Anyways, um, so there's a game that I could, for the life of me, could not really get into for the very long, very long time. I just started like uh, creating new characters all the time, trying to play with friends. Uh, I think that was my big issue is trying to play with my friends and um, my friends would, they would all like, we would all quest together and then they would stop playing and I'd be like, well, I guess I'm stopped playing too. Um, it wasn't until this year I decided, okay, I'm going to reinstall Final Fantasy 14 or last year, I guess. Yeah, and surprise, surprise, Final Fantasy 14. Um, it, my favorite game of the year. It's also one of my favorite games of all time. So, um, this game really just kind of clicked with me this time. And, uh, so I decided to just play it and go through it myself. And I ended up convincing one of my friends to just be like, Hey, just give it a shot. I'm playing. So you can always hang out with me and play it. And he ended up playing it too. And we're both now max level. (laughs) Um, I just finished Shadowbringers last month. And 100% recommend. It was amazing. Um, the story just continues to go. And it's like, wow, this is great. Um, I didn't like it at the start because it's on like a different world. Um, but once you get kind of past that, it, it starts to be like, oh, okay, this makes sense. And it still kind of all threads together really nicely. And the ending is like, well, oh, 10 out of 10. Um yeah, I really liked Shadowbringers and just Final Fantasy XIV, just especially this year, because I just kind of got into it. I um, I booted up a character that was like level like 24, and then I grinded up a completely different class to 50, finished the main story, which was like, oh, I'd never done that before. Uh, and then I got Samurai, and I was like, oh, well, there's my class until like Necromancer shows up, I guess. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm really into it. I've, uh, I've done like a bunch of end game stuff now. Uh, I've done raids, which is something I never thought I would do. Uh, I'm probably going to install it on my mom's laptop, <laughs> you know, the usual, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, a it, it, it's a great game and I recommend anybody to just give it a shot now that, uh, especially that the free trial is up to level 60, which is the base game plus an expansion. And that first expansion, premiere. Like, I want to make a new character just so I can experience that expansion from start again. Like, fresh. Um, just because, like, Heaven's Sword is, like, so good. Yeah, like, I, I did every single expansion this year. I did Heaven's Sword, which was all about dragons and Nidhogg and Astidian. Uh, Astidian. Um, it was really cool and really interesting. And then you had Stormblood, which is about a rebellion. It wasn't as good, but 
the canon class was a samurai, so I really enjoyed it. And there has some of my favorite cities in like the entire game, which is Kugane, which is just basically Weebland. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I just sit there. Um, and then there's Stormblood, which is, or Shadowbringers, which is on a completely different planet or shard, I guess what they call them. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's real cool and real interesting. And um, I really liked it. And it's something that I'm still going to continue. I, I have patch quests that I got to go through. I just haven't done that yet because uh, I'm playing for Persona 5. Um, but yeah, uh, I even I have a mouse now that's specifically for MMOs. Cause it's got like all, all the numbers on the side mm-hmm. um, just because it's a little bit easier for me to do the rotation like that. Um, yeah, uh, I, I recommend I, Final Fantasy fourteen. Just hands down, probably my game of the year. Um, yeah, not this year, but yeah, played this year. there's probably going to be an expansion next year, so I'm I'm looking forward to that if if there is one, uh, because that'll be the first time that I've started an expansion with everyone else, right? Like, um, anyways, we're gonna move right along here. Uh, Neil, like you alluded to, nothing really happened with Nintendo in 2020, yeah. obviously because of. So um, there wasn't really much. Uh, my most played time was Tokyo Mirage Sessions in January. <laughs> Honestly, I think mine broke and it didn't give me which games I had the most play time in. Um, I would uh, guess it would be close between uh, three houses from the start of the year. And mine was like... That's Neil, my only guess. Neil, mine was like Tokyo Mirage Sessions, three houses... Digimon, <laughs> like the start of the year, like first week, um, and uh, and then like Hades. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, like, I would have, oh. I would have liked to be able to see mine to just figure out where Trials of Mana ended up, but yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. It like when I looked at it, it just didn't give me my three games. It was just blank, and I was like, oh, cool, that's that's fine, that's yeah. that's that's swell. Uh, did give me like proper play times. I think May was the highest, and I apparently had zero hours in September. So yeah, don't nice. I, I? don't know. I'm assuming Berwick did something, but who knows? Yeah. In the start. Um, one thing that I kind of want Nintendo to do when they eventually get back up on their feet and COVID, you, know, you got like all the vaccines and all that. And can, um, I want them to like, um. Uh, I want them to make a new IP that caters towards young adults, kind of like Fire Emblem, you know, like something a little bit more anime and something. I I, I, I think it's time for Nintendo to get another IP is what I'm uh, trying to say. Uh, uh, they made like two new IPs since like they they did Splatoon for the Wii U, which was a new IP. Yeah, well, that's, that sucks. And then they did... Uh... They, I think they did two new IPs on the Switch. They did Arms and Ring Fit. I guess counts. Oh, yeah. no, no, see, I want something like Fire Emblem, dog. <laughs> I want something <laughs> anime. The only company making like substantial new IPs nowadays, and then you're just like, I need one more. Anime as fuck, but also caters towards young what adults. You Ring Fit <laughs> anime <laughs> caters towards yeah. young adults. Uh, I want someone to wife who's done. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, there's a husbando, big dragon dude. <laughs> don't wanna, don't wanna workout game is what you're saying. Uh, I gotta, I have that game and I've maybe only played it like six times. <laughs> gotta get your ring fit in shape. 
Yeah. Uh, Yo, why um, didn't they add We Fit Trainer DLC? Come on. They should have got on. Instead, they added like Rhythm Mode DLC. Yeah, that's the thing. Nintendo's just going to announce some sort of gimmick product again. And it's going to be like one game Labo that uses two. it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ooh, Labo 2. Uh, anyways, yeah, that's Nintendo in 2020. Um, my biggest disappointment, I don't know if you have anything now, um, but there was a game that was super hyped up for everybody, and I was just kind of like, well, it's first-person shooter. Fuck that. <laughs> it was already out. <laughs> it was like it was like a, almost like a Fallout, where it's like a first-person RPG. First person yeah. RPG. And I was like, see, like the thing was is that like I really so we're talking about Cyberpunk, obviously. Um, I was really excited for it because I loved Witcher Free, and then they announced Cyberpunk, and I was like, okay, this kind of looks kind of cool, and they, they were talking about it. And then they showed gameplay and it was first person. I was like, I'm out, <laughs> dog. I can't do fucking Fallout shit like that. And then it turns out it's really bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the game was uh, probably way too ambitious. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe gave it another year and said, we're dropping PS4 and um, Xbox. Yeah, they should have. They should have dropped that. Like, support. But, like, the thing was that... turned out fine. The thing was is that they was pitched as a game for the Xbox One and the PS4, yeah. and they hid that fucking game until it uh, got released, until it was forced to be released. They were like, we're not showing any gameplay to it. The early stuff is all PC, and it's like all high-end PC stuff, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's 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 not great. <laughs> and um, uh, I think the worst versions are the two, the Xbox One and PS3 versions. Yeah, yeah no, they're really bad. And then, like, the game itself, it just feels like GTA. And it's like, uh, okay. Yeah, it sounds like people have two lines of dialogue. Yeah, it, I like don't know. There's, a billion NPCs, but they have two lines of dialogue. Yeah, I've right. seen some amazing glitches. And I almost yeah, I've seen some really funny ones, too. I saw one yeah. where like, a dude was driving a truck, and then there was, like, a story character walks across the street in front of the truck, and then the truck just, like, disappears. <laughs> but the sky is still there. In like the truck, just driving in midair. Like, there's no more truck anymore, and it just goes through, <laughs> keeps on going. It's like okay, and then there's yeah. like other things like a main character, like story dude, drives his motorcycle into a wall and just keeps keeps trying to drive. Yeah, but yeah, there, there are some really funny ones that I've seen. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, I got RE free in April, um, and it was short which was probably the only issue that I had. Other than that, it was a good game. It was just a little too short for what I paid for it. Um, but uh, I, I want to go back and finish it, or finish it. I want to go back and play it again. Um, it's like, for me, like RE2, I really liked, and I played for it like a billion times. Um, and I, surprise, surprise, I actually kind of enjoyed those kind of puzzles um, where it's more just kind of collect this to move to this area and then grab this. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, RE3, I, I liked, but it was just kind of short. Uh, Neil, do you have any disappointments or anything that could have been better? Uh, obviously, you know, COVID. Not overtly, because there wasn't a lot to get. I mean, Min Min got put in the Smash Brothers, and I was kind of disappointed by that. Uh, well, yeah, it's a disappointment, but like, right. Um, Fire Emblem 30th Anniversary. We didn't get any. Oh, yeah. That would have been nice to get some more stuff. Uh, we had... Um, fe1 ported to the switch and that's it that's about it could have got fe3 yep. but no i mean could have got fe4 
Yeah, I don't think we were going to get FE4. Well, FE4, no. <laughs> Why not? That's not, that's not a 30th anniversary game, I don't think. Um, oh. I don't know. We got the we both got the FE1 special edition or whatever. So Yeah, we did. We got the bulk of what you can get. But I think um, having the pandemic really made it hard to release a lot of stuff. I mean, look at yeah. Mario. Yeah. I have no idea what happened. Like, they released a game and then, like, oh, we have another game later, like, next year, when hopefully shit yeah. would have been better, but nope. And then yeah. Nintendo uh, Mario fucking dies in March. Yeah, yeah. Apparently Fire Emblem, for some reason, also dies. Yeah, yeah March 31st Mario disappears. Dies. If only yeah. they got that COVID vaccine faster. Kind of hard. <laughs> Poor dude. He's uh, too there, old for this shit. There's a lot of anniversaries next year in gaming. Um, yeah. So, uh, so Zelda, Kid Icarus, um, Pokemon, Metroid. I think it's Kid Icarus, Metroid, and Zelda all turn 35. Uh, Persona is There's probably going to be nothing for Metroid, 20. nothing for Kid Icarus. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, put Uprising on the Switch. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm tired. I'll play it. <laughs> yeah. And it's getting ported to like the next gen consoles, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you want to play Skyrim again now? How much you have my Switch? Do you want? <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. If I'm playing Skyrim again, I'm downloading Mod May Mod Installer again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's the only way. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, most anticipated game, Neil. Twenty uh, twenty. We will get some stuff for Breath of the Wild too. Maybe a next uh, year late re- holiday release. Fingers crossed. Um, uh, aside from that, we might get other Zelda stuff because Zelda anniversary. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a bundle pack of some other games that I'll play again. Um. Otherwise, also, uh, we might get some Pokemon stuff, because Pokemon 25, that's a big number. Um, they Ooh. already gave us Diamond and Pearl. being the sunrise of a new year. That's Pokemon-related, I guess. Sunrise? Pokemon Sun coming to Switch? Sun remake? Hmm? Big brain? <laughs> um, but, Sun and Moon. Uh, we'll also be getting Pokemon Snap this year. I, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, if it's a reduced mm-hmm. price, maybe I'll get it. I don't know. I don't know how yeah. it's going to be. Never played the original, but uh, I, I played it. I did not like it because um, again, I played this like stupid zoo game on the web browser. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was better than. I mean, we'll probably get some stuff. There's been rumors about bundles. There's no way there's going to be a bundle. I'm just going to say that right now. We're not getting a bundle for Pokemon mm-hmm. or Pokemon games. I think the most we're going to get is the diamond and pearl remakes that's probably mm-hmm. the most uh i mean they might put stuff on the the e, like the switch eShop. that that could be something but i don't think we're gonna get anything bigger than like it, here's diamond and pearl remakes which okay uh hopefully they'll be good um there's a yeah. lot of things they can fix in diamond and pearl so i hope uh, all those things will be solved and it'll be a good game or they could just mess it up which they really could. I'm just hoping yeah. they don't. But we'll have um, Pokemon. Will have stuff because 25 years is a big number. So, yes, expecting yeah. hopefully good things. Pokemon Sleep finally gets released. Big <laughs> anniversary game. Pokemon yeah. Sleep. 
Pokemon Sleeper. I forgot about that game. Um, as for your boy, uh, obviously Persona Five Strikers is coming, so um, I'm gonna play that. Like late February. Uh, yeah, February. I, I my plan now is to play Persona Five Royal this month and hopefully finish it. I yeah. probably will. Uh, and then if I have time, I'm gonna check out 13 Sentinels because that was a game everybody was kind of like, "Hey, you should play this if you sleeper like story." Yeah, sleeper pick. Oh, there's my microphone going. But yeah, basically the sleeper pick, and I was like, "Oh, okay, uh, I want to play this." Um, and so, like, if I have time, I will play it. If I don't, um, I will play through Persona Five Strikers, and You'll that's go into that... another Persona uh, like hibernation. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it shouldn't take me that long. Like, it'll probably just like do the main <laughs> story. Game. Who knows? Who knows, right? Like, I, I clocked in like over ninety hours in uh, Fire Emblem Warriors. So, <laughs> yeah, probably, but uh, probably similar. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and then the other thing that I'm kind of a little bit more skeptical about because Nocturne came out in Japan, and oh boy, <laughs> but uh, SMT Five is slated for this year as well. So. Uh, that's another big JRPG from Atlas that I'm going to buy and I'm going to play. <laughs> um, but uh, SMT Nocturne, the like remake or remaster, the frame rate can go to like 10 frames. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh no. Doing like just walking around. I would assume combat might be better, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've, I've seen like a little bit of gameplay just from just Japanese people just recording it. And it's like. Oh, okay. Let's hope that's fixed when that's supposed to come out this year in the checks map or checks calendar, uh, April. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Oh, and uh, so every year now. Oh, yeah. We're giving you games like 11 months late, America. Yeah. Every every year now, I like to cheat myself and buy a full price game or whatever the hell uh, around April because it's my birthday. Um, and this year, I'm going to buy Lego Star Wars because that's supposed to come out. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to buy Lego Star Wars. Nice. <laughs> the one that has like nine games in it. And uh, see, nice. see how much, see how much they botched the originals with like voice acting. I'm, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, the original six things from the complete saga would be very similar, but there's, I no hope so. Way. Um, I hope and so. And I have no idea how they're going to do the other three movies because I'm pretty sure they had games of their own. Yeah. So, because I know episode seven was its own game, or yeah, yeah. seven. So I, I maybe they're gonna make them more bite-sized maps, similar to the I mean, original trilogy. With any hope, but I mean that's that's a game now. I'm gonna buy it physically if I can. Yeah. So I will let you. So you can have Kylo Ren fight Jar Jar Binks, the ultimate. No, I, I can have Jar Jar Binks fight Kylo Ren. <laughs> Come on, Jar Jar Binks fight Kylo Ren because oh, hopefully character creation is probably back. <laughs> oh, I hope so. <laughs> I think I, I don't know if it ever went away. I think it, I know it was in like the what's it called, um, Clone Wars game. So I don't think they would. Yeah. Have it. I I I have been out of Lego since uh, the Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, uh, these the Lego games. Yeah. Anyways, Neil, we're gonna round out today's episode. Uh, it's sitting almost at two hours with our big weeb shit of the year or weeb corner of the year. Um, Neil, any notable thing? Uh, uh, Sword Art is caught up. Yay! Yay. 
they caught up so much that they're just gonna make a movie about the like almost uh, why is it a movie when they could do an anime could have done an anime and it would have been great uh-huh no like, now i'm more skeptical about it season but nope no <laughs> movie it's like oh boy mm-hmm. i get to wait like six months for the movie to get ported to blu-ray still waiting <laughs> on uh Heaven's Song 3, which apparently the Blu-ray is coming out in, like, fucking April. Yeah. The movie came out, like, August or something. <laughs> so that's that's fun. Uh, yeah, I, as for your boy, I, I did a lot of reading this year. I read through, like, a lot of books so world. I, at the start of the year, I just kind of read a lot of light novels. Um, and just kind of read just various different light novels and, uh, and then around probably, well, the summer I, uh, it started to get busy at work, so I couldn't really do a lot of reading. Uh, but once when it was around September, I started picking up Western novels. So I started reading like big ass fantasy books. <laughs> it's like, oh boy, these are long. Um, but, uh, the notable, like kind of, if I were to give an award out, it would go to Torture Princess because that was something I was not expecting how much I love that series. Um, I finished book three or volume three this week. I finished it in a day and a half. Um, it was excellent. It was the ending to the first arc, which the first arc was the main torture princess, the, the chick Elizabeth. She has to go and kill all these demons and then get killed herself. Um, spoiler alert. She doesn't get killed at the end because main character Kuhn declares him as the 15th contractor to the Kaiser demon, which happens in volume two. Um, again, minor spoiler. Um, and so she has to kill him now, but he's on the run and does not, obviously doesn't want that to happen. And that's, that's, that's where book four leaves off. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where book four starts. And it's like, Oh, okay. This is, I was just expecting, you know, just kind of a nice story and then it ends or whatever. But no, the offer is like, all right, we're on to arc number two now with a second torture princess, apparently. And it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm ready. Um, but yeah, I, I was not expecting me uh, to like really enjoy it. But like it, it's very dark. It's almost grimdark in a way sometimes. It can be kind of gory at times as well. Um, obviously not for everyone, I would say. Um uh, I was talking to one of my friends and he's like, that sounds a little kinky. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to lie and say it's not kinky, but it's not what you think. <laughs> you know, like, you're just uh, trying to be like, I, I'm trying to defend myself. It's not what you think it is. Just it's, give me it's, a, it's not in myself. It's not, it's not what you think. It's not like, like super adult, but I like, mean, we say she, that stuff about most things anime. Yeah. But she think she, it is. Yeah, she does wear a dress that's called the bondage dress, but you know, she. <laughs> but she also can summon a bunch of different other uh, executioners and crimson flower petals and all that fun stuff. And she's got a really cool sword. It's like the executioner sword, sword of Falkenrath, I think. Not Falkenrath, something like that. Franken something. But it's really neat. Um, but yeah, that was something that I just wasn't expecting myself to really enjoy. And um, if they ever do an anime on it. I'll probably watch it. I will probably not like it because it's probably not going to be as gory as I want it to be. Um, maybe it I will don't be. know. The anime world has been doing some wild ass shit. Uh, yeah, who, Beast's who Reviewers was getting dubbed for a while and then they pulled out. Um, oh yeah. There's apparently, another show that I don't. I think it's this season, this like new winter season. That's 
uh, supposed to, like uh, from what I had remembered seeing, it's supposed to make um, Goblin Slayer look like uh, oh. a magical girl anime, like in comparison. Jeez. Um, okay. Like, it, basically, like uh, what like gore and rape shit. So. Oh boy. Yeah. Or yeah. no, what is it? Uh, revenge rape. Or something no god i hate that yeah, kind that of sounds, stuff so that much. sounds like you, i don't know what the anime industry is doing the the yeah. line between anime and hentai is thinned yeah um torture princess uh it's if it does become an anime i i'll watch it, it it'll be good i mean all um, they have to it, do is a content warning for gore at the start yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I mean, in the first volume, they literally kill off kids. So, you know. <laughs> FE4. <laughs> FE4 in a nutshell. Um, but I think that brings us to the conclusion of our 2020 wrap-up year-end talking about video games episode. Um, again, apologies for the kind of technology issues, especially to you, Neil. <laughs> I, uh, I wasn't expecting my computer to break tonight, but who would have thought? This is going uh, uh becoming an issue um yeah. uh, you know, just no try to notify him a couple times see if we can yep. get that working and then everything broke so everything broke uh so um that's why i'm on my mom's laptop uh shout outs to my mom's laptop i'm probably going to use this for a little bit um because like my computer gets to the point where it's like okay i started up i walk around for a bit and then i come back and now i can maybe open up google chrome <laughs> it's like oh great so I don't know. Um, you, I you should get a new computer stuff to fix it. So yeah, I should be getting a new one by hopefully mid January, if not and end of January. So um, yeah, hopefully uh, it'll be the finish Thracia. Yeah, it it should. We should be fine to finish Thracia. It can still run, you know. Like it's not. It's not like I mean, worst case scenario, I can figure out how to transfer my save file into the laptop. Oh, no, 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 that'll be easy. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, anywho, uh, I think that's going to do it for today's episode of Two Lords About Swords. You can follow the show at Lords, T-L-W-S. Uh, Neil is at Lord underscore Nero, and I am at Opera Zombie 707 And other than that, I hope you guys have a swell 2021. Uh, next week will be probably the Frasia episode, Mega I think. Frasia episode. Where Mega Frasia we'll episode. Get, we'll, um, we'll get through at least five maps, probably. And yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, depending on my work schedule now, uh, we'll yeah. we'll see how much I can do. Um, and uh, get done two chapters at least. So yeah, and then next week I also want to talk about something that I didn't get a chance to talk about this week because I didn't play a lot of it. I only played for like 15, 20 minutes, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll play a little bit more later. Um, wow. But yeah, next week we'll talk about that certain game. Uh, so. Look forward to that. I wonder what that is. At least you haven't <laughs> given up already. Oh, I haven't given up. It's it's neat. It has a neat intro. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll roll with it. I'll roll. I mean, worst case scenario, the internet's right there. You know, like I, I'm at the point. I'm at the point where if I get stuck, I'll just go to the internet and I'll look it up. So yep. uh, that's what I did with RE2, and I ultimately liked yeah, RE2. I don't know why you couldn't do that with other games that you got stuck on. Oh. But you know what? It wasn't it wasn't that kind of time, I guess. No, 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 it wasn't. Anyways, uh that's gonna do it for today's episode, and we will talk to you guys again real soon. Take care.